episode 11, season 3, Power Pitches. I'm back after two weeks off. Uh, I am back with just Vic this time. So, how are you today? How was everything? Especially after the weekend for you, Chelsea. Been great. Just <laughs> after that forward week. The, the Ange is getting, but come on, Ron. What a lovely London derby win. Much needed. Oh, you know what? I wasn't watching it. And I didn't. I don't. I, the only players I have in my fantasy team are Spurs players, so I'm seeing you it like in, that's what I mean. <laughs> uh, after all this time of me slating Cole Palmer, all he scores so is penalty. No, he's not. He's so he's good. Not. Honestly, I have watched him every game since he's arrived. He's not had one bad game. Not had one. Oh, I just don't so, he just stands out so well. Honestly, technically on the ball, he's smooth. I can't believe you let all let him go just like that. You know. Yeah, because Just we have like players that, so much better than him in our team. Docky, so Grealish, Foden. They do stuff that Palmer does ten times better. No, not Grealish. Come on. What? <laughs> not, you what? Don't you don't even rate Grealish. No. No, I said this though. I don't know if you've been watching or if you've been keeping up on this, but he never uses his right foot. So if yeah. you watch if you watch well, Cole Palmer, genuinely he doesn't kick the ball with his right foot once in the that's, entire that's game. All right. No, it's that not alright so if he's a, if he's okay. a right winger and you want him to cut so in. Ah oh, no man, I don't I, I hated it. His technique and weight are past everything that like, he's is so good, honestly. I love him so I genuinely want to get a signed shirt of him right now. He's that <laughs> he's that guy for me. No man. You know what? I seen a post online and it said um the only reason that they put Palmer on penalties is so he doesn't look like a frop. And it's true. No, man, It's true. It's he wouldn't it get anything not. if he wasn't it on penalties. He wouldn't get he's any still, goals. He's still got a few assists already. He's still got a few assists. <sighs> and he would have five more if Jackson could finish. So. Oh, yeah, he got a hat-trick. So uh, let's let's talk about that. He got and a hat-trick. Jack, Jackson should have had about six that game. He should have had about six. <laughs> I mean, at the beginning of the season, someone that I used to work with, he said in his FPL team he's putting Jackson in. He's a baller. He's gonna score loads. Blah blah blah. Took him out last week, <laughs> and this week he goes and scores a hat trick against top of the league. And I'm just thinking, what is going on? Like, I'm glad that you lot won because obviously that means we're top of the league. But it was a bit of an embarrassing win. But yeah, you know I mean? it was with nine men, and I'm just Quite like so many chances. Yeah, if, I reckon I'm saying this. If they were up eleven versus eleven. I don't think you win that. I'm not gonna lie. A lot of people have said that when it was 11 v 11, and when they went one 0 up, we were equal with them. Like we were pressing slow, winning the ball high up. And the Kai Sado scored when it was 11 v 11. Mm. Remember that goal outside the box? That was such a nice. Goal. I don't know why I got ruled out because it's Jackson was offside, but Jackson was so far away from the keeper. What's the need to rule it out? There's no, there's no like major problem with that. It was such a nice goal as well. Um, and then Sterling scored, fair enough, that I hate his arm and like, yeah, that was yeah. fair enough. But 11 v 11, we were doing like, we were doing well. And then the, the thing is, like, when they went down 10 9 and, 10 to, and then to 9, we were just squandering. So, like, we were looking at Diagol was yeah. um, offside. Because that was the right volley, though. Honestly, right. I just wanted to say, yeah. I'm glad Ed's not here because he would have kicked off. The amount of VAR in that game, the amount of yeah. stoppages, the amount of, like, it was ridiculous how much stuff Chaos. was going against. And I'm just like, there's two red cards, one had to go to VAR, um, a lot of goals. Was it three goals that were not goals? Five, five goals? Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seen, yeah five. It's, it's, it's just ridiculous. And, like, football shouldn't be played like that. Obviously, I like. I like when, it, if it's obvious that it's offside yeah, or it's clear obvious, and obvious. Like, yeah. yeah. But if you're going to these little parts where, like the Nicholas Jackson, where he was offside, it doesn't matter. No, like, no. he went through his legs. Yeah, Vicario can still see it. Like, yeah, so. you're a Premier League goalkeeper. You should be able to, you know, be prepared yeah. for that. But you know what? Four-one. No one expected it. Um, <laughs> No one expected a, a Chelsea away win to top of the league, who have been dominating everyone this season. But is this like the start of the end for Spurs? Because we I all think know, it could be. yeah, we could all be know. The he injuries it. Oh no, the injuries, the injuries are bad. Van der Ven, Madison. Oh my god. Yeah, and you know what? Madison is such a baller, but he was—he is known for getting injured. Like at Leicester, he was injured quite a bit, I swear. Yeah. And then obviously come to Spurs. He's shooting all these, these assists and goals, but 
Yeah, man. He's a baller. He is a baller. But, yeah, I think it's start at the end. I can't lie. I yeah. think it's. Doggy's got an injury as well. Yeah, and a doggy as well, yeah. Yeah, and obviously. Obviously, um, Romero got the red. Yeah. So. Yeah. He's so rash. Yeah. Uh, Watching him play, and he just. Like, he kicked Paul on the back, and he didn't even get a red card for it. No, and he's. Apparently, yeah. it, it, it probably wasn't violent, even though he kicked out at him. He's like, how's that not a red? But <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's a so bad rash. player, man. He's, he, he's, he's so. I don't know, he's just too rough. He's like, too tempered, isn't he? Yeah, he just. I wouldn't want him in my team, man. I know that for sure. Uh, I certainly wouldn't either. He's, he needs that compulsion. He ain't got that. No. He's gonna keep getting red cards from this. He'll get like a couple more, a few more. So, yeah, I mean they're missing a few key players now, and I think they'll start dropping some points now. I mean, without Madison, they haven't really got like another creative. No, player, it's like, literally, central. yeah, literally gonna have to rely on Son completely, and that's it, it works sometimes, yeah. but it's not gonna work if they want to, you know, win the league and that. But yeah, uh, yeah, it ruined my Acker. I can say that. Uh, I got all of them right except Chelsea Spurs. I swear, every week Chelsea or West Ham mess up my Akko. It's, it's one of them two every week. I don't care what what I put on, it's so annoying. No, but I'm um, I'm looking forward to see what Tottenham do now. But I'm not looking forward to see if Chelsea, you know, start playing good. Because you've got us next. Yeah, and I big, am big excited. Game, yeah. I am Stafford excited. Vicious, right? Yeah, we we don't win against the big teams like Stafford. We haven't for years now, but oh, man, we should have won against Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. City, City's gonna be just as tough, even tougher. And yeah, like you're not really missing key players other than De Bruyne. Yeah, we'll You'll still be up for it. Yeah, it's it's well known that De Bruyne owns Chelsea. Um, after all the games he's played at Stamford Bridge and at the Etihad, he always scores against Chelsea, and obviously he's not playing this season. But you got no John Stones as well, haven't you? I heard he's out. Yeah, well, I mean, the the defence that we have, genuinely, cool, John cool. Stones, Diaz, Gavardio, Aki, Akanji, any of them drop out, we're fine. I'm so lucky. Yeah. We're so lucky that we have those players. Um, but I'm expecting like a big, big score, and I'm expecting if Cole Palmer scores, I want him to celebrate. I actually want him to celebrate. <laughs> Obviously, he's from Manchester, isn't it? But you know, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think he would. No, nah, of course, no, nah, I don't think he will. But he was, he was made at City. Surely he wouldn't yeah. celebrate against Chelsea. Well, he got, he get Champions League goal, and like that's mad that to think about. He's got Champions League goal, and he got his first Premier League goal for Chelsea. He didn't even get one for City, so it is kind of mad to think about it that way. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited, but I'm not, I'm not worried. I can say that. Yeah, I I'll be honest. Like, even with us being at home, I'm not really expecting us to win just because it's City in it. Like, yeah. City, you, you just have to accept that you're not really likely going to win. But yeah, I'll take a draw. I'll take a draw right now, like a nil-nil, one-one. I take it. Honestly, take the, the way we're shooting, I'm going to move on to this in a second. But the way we're shooting right now, not a chance. It will be a draw. I can, I can, I'm going to comfortably put money on this. Yeah, Haaland's still, <laughs> we're the only team that Haaland's not product against yet. It's jokes, Last isn't it? <laughs> but but yeah. we, we can move on to uh, my team, Sitter. Uh, Doku. So good. So, so good. I said this. I've been I've been shouting his praises. Obviously, I wasn't here for the last two weeks. And uh, I've only listened to parts of the podcast. But I need to shout more praises about this guy. We've been missing him since Sane. Since we lost Sane, we were like, oh, Sterling's going to do it. And he's not, he didn't do it. Sterling didn't do it. He, he took players Sterling on, but then he, he dropped. He did. No, no, no. He did no, do no. it. That in 20 season, you know, he was so good. No, bang average. He was so, so good. Bang average. Nah. But You just got something strong against him. <laughs> but you think about the chances he missed for us. I can say this over and over again on this pod. But the chances Sterling has missed for us and messed yeah, up. Yeah, Doc, Doc isn't exactly clinical himself. And Do, Hal, doesn't need to Hal be. Yeah, it's because all he gets is good chances. All he gets is big chances, but when I'm saying big chances, I mean Leon Champions League quarter final last minute, two meters away from the goal and it goes Rose Z. Like that's what I'm, ta- that's what I'm talking about. That is what I'm talking about. Uh, if like Haaland misses against Bournemouth and we're already 4 0 up, I don't care. <laughs> like but if it's Champions League quarter final we never won Champions League. And he does that. Do you know what I mean? It's it's gonna it's gonna leave a sore 
sour taste, uh, sour taste in my mouth. But uh, yeah, back on Doku, what a player! Four so assists. One of them, I'm not gonna lie, it should have been two goals, three assists. But it bounced off a of kanji and went in, so I was like, oh, it's fine. We'll take that. But man, what a play! He's equaled the record now for most assists in a game with Pogba. Which is like yeah, mad. That was, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, long time. Yeah, yeah, long time ago. But um, yeah, we dominated the game. Obviously, we were expected to. They got a goal. But yeah, six goals. Haaland got zero. And I'm just thinking in my head. He went off half time. He was injured apparently. I think he's yeah. fine. I think he'll be fine. But um, he played the other night and he looked fine. We took him off at like 70 minutes or something. Obviously, he got two, so you know he's not he's not injured like that. But um, yeah, I'm I'm happy with that result. Uh, Foden again, my star boy. Everyone's forgetting about Foden. Everyone forgets. He's, he has gone off it a bit over the. It's past, mad. I'd say the past twelve months, but he's been doing well. Basically, the, the only reason uh, people say that about the last twelve months is because he had a surgery, and. Obviously, he had to be out for like two months or something. And Grealish was playing out of skin. And like, you're not going to replace him as Grealish is obviously playing like that. But yeah. now, obviously, Pep's opened his eyes and seen Grealish is not that guy. Foden is. Foden is better in the middle. But because we have Alvarez, who is a world class player, uh, he no, has Alvarez, to go- did, Alvarez didn't get a goal. No, he didn't. Did. I was so shocked. <laughs> I went mad. to FPL and I was like, come on. <laughs> No, I've got in my FPL. I've got Haaland, Foden, Alvarez, and only Foden got like decent points. I was like, "What's going on?" He was mad, mad to think about. But um, just a little sidetrack, little side note. I just want to mention the Ballon d'Or. Um, I don't know if you guys mentioned it last week, but Haaland got robbed. Personally, obviously, that's a bit biased from City fan. But four City players in a top six is mad. That is a mad like. That's mad to me because obviously it's Mbappe and Messi who got there, which is fair enough. Obviously Mbappe, I think, is the best player in the world. Uh, I think he's better than Haaland, better than De Bruyne, better than all these players. He's better than Messi, man. Better than De Bruyne, I don't know about that. Yeah, M- Mbappe can do everything himself. That's that's a player I like. That's a player Stop I like. Obviously, I'm, I'm repping PSG right now. A little old school kit, like three years ago or something, I think. But, yeah... Um, I think Haaland should have won it. Yeah, I think Haaland should have won it. And everyone says, oh, it's the World Cup, it's the World Cup, blah, blah, blah. But outside of the World Cup, Messi didn't, like, plays for France, plays in France, then he went to America. Like, and uh, <laughs> Ronaldo got 892, which I want to say, yeah, that's so disrespectful to tweet out because there's, like, there's no need to, uh, <laughs> there's no need to tweet that out. Like, no one else got mentioned. Like, Modric never got mentioned. Like, certain players that have won it before. Benzema got, like, somewhere. I don't know where, but they put Ronaldo 892, which is ridiculous. And they, they just tweeted it out and, like, tagged him and was like, yeah, he's here. And I thought, that's so disrespectful. That is so disrespectful. But, you know, four City players in the top six. And Alvarez was sixth best player in the world last year. Mad, mad, mad. And he's, mad. His first, first like stint in top leagues, and he's already sixth best in the world. Everything he's achieved in like the past year, couple of years, yeah, like mad. Everything he's won and like contributed to is crazy. When you consider his age as well, already like he's almost completed football, like already. Yeah. Like, it's literally mad. like um, when you think about it, like if you don't think about it too deep, and you think maybe oh he's just a he's just maybe a bench warmer. But World Cup, he got one of the highest goals. For City, he scored so many crucial goals for us. And then, obviously, this year he started off in a starting eleven. Like, he's a player. He's won the treble. The English treble as well, which is the hardest treble to win, can I just say. All these Barcelona fans, Real Madrid fans online saying, oh, City will never reach this, we're better already. Um, Then, obviously... Copa de Copa de Libertadores, whatever it's called. Um, yeah, it's not Copa America. Yeah, Copa, yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, one that was ease. And then the World Cup. Obviously, I was watching it. I was kind of following like France because obviously I'm such a big fan of Mbappe. Um, 
But then when I watched, if we didn't know that already. Well, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, Alvarez, man, what a player! He needs his, he needs his like his flowers. He needs to be given his flowers because he's, he's definitely underrated. Isn't he? Oh man, I see. I keep seeing um, links of him to Barcelona, and if that happens, I'll be so upset because mm. we're giving away so many of our best players. Like Cancelo, obviously, awful person. Yeah, yeah. Like did bad attitude, but amazing players. And if Alvarez goes, it's it's just crap. I just never but you want know, that Pep, to though, if, if Pep always says that if a player wants to go, they'll let him go. Like yeah. he won't stand in the way. And if, the thing is with Alvarez, I won't blame him for leave, wanting to leave because he's done everything at City already. Yeah, and he's only been there a season. It's just mad. I mean, yeah. If he if he wants to become like the next Danny Alves and like win every trophy possible, like he could do it. Like he really could, like he's done it at City in one year, which is ridiculous. He's already done it with Argentina, and I think after this, Argentina are, are gonna fall off a lot. Uh, obviously, yeah. Messi. Is, yeah, Messi. Players Messi. are all getting old. Yeah, like a lot of them players, like Otamendi in the defense, Messi, like Alvarez. Obviously, he's gonna be the best player in the team. I think because that Lataro Martinez. He's don't good. know. No, he's not. He's good. For no, Inter, he's, he's so good. I don't know about Argentina, but for Inter, he's, he's always scoring. I think and he's in a defensive setup. Awful. Well, he's always scoring. I think he's an nah. awful striker, but that is like Italian tax feel. Um, like your your player Tammy Abraham. Wow, yeah. <laughs> he looks amazing. But when he played for Chelsea, it was like, oh, he's just he's a failed wonder kid. All this, and I just think, oh. fifteen oh, goals yeah. in the league. To be fair, in nineteen twenty, his first season wasn't bad. But yeah. yeah. You see that video of Abraham where he was like, um, you could like hear what he was saying. He was saying that he was like, "Oh, I'm shit, I'm shit," and he was like, oh, like he's yeah, not believing yeah, himself yeah. anymore." And it's like it's really like sad to see because they had like an injury um, a while ago, like a crucial ligament or something. Um, but then yeah, it's like he doesn't believe in himself anymore. Like he doesn't believe in his own ability. But, it, um, yeah, it's weird because yeah. like as a player, he is good. But I think decent. Yeah, yeah he's like. He's obviously not England starting. Actually, that is something I want to move on to. Uh, Harry Kane. Oh my God. What is he on? Recently, I don't know what he's doing, but 15 goals in 10 appearances. 15 goals assists in 10 appearances. He's he's ridiculous. Obviously, I know it is Germany and he does play for the best team, but scoring from the halfway line is a joke. For the hat trick. (laughs) You just think of it and you're just like, how can you do this just comfortably and obviously there was rumours about him coming to us or United and everyone was like oh well he does it for Spurs because he has to if he goes to a better team he won't have to do that Yeah, we're just so, being proven so wrong yeah yeah. Like, that's the thing with him though like the consistent <sighs> levels over the consistency over the years has been so good he's not had one season where he's dipped really like, no, he, no, matter, no, no matter the manager where we'd be like Mourinho who was like past it basically or Conte like no matter like, the cohesion of a team, he's always still got so many goals and assists. It's mad. Like, that will always be under like appreciated because I think a lot of like the fans our age don't really don't really appreciate him enough. I think it's the older it's older lot like the the media, the pundits that like appreciate the ability. Um, but yeah, his consistency has been mad. Like, oh man, it's outrageous. It's every season he's doing this. Yeah, I've seen a stat like Harry Kane's prime has been from twenty seventeen until now. And it's it's yeah. true, like he hasn't fallen off like one bit, and you just think that is ridiculous to think about. It is ridiculous, yeah. but <coughs> I'm a bit. I'm a interested. Bit... It'll be interesting to see if he does it in the Champions League as well. Now, yeah. Like, so if he can try and win in the Champions League, I don't know if they will, but he certainly gets like the semi final, and if he can score in those games, then that'll be huge. Um, but yeah, like. He's going to win trophies with Bayern Munich, so... Yeah, I mean... Win-win for him. He's finally going to get a trophy to his name, which he deserves. He does deserve it, because yeah. playing for Spurs all that time, being loyal to a team that is just shite. It's just... He's stupid, really. Uh, where was he in the Ballon d'Or? I didn't see him in the rankings anywhere. Oh, you know what? He wasn't top 10. So, I don't actually know. He must have been, like, 20, 10 to 20-ish. Because top 10 was, like... A lot of players where I didn't think they would be. Like I didn't think Alvarez would be sixth. But when you yeah. factor in everything, should, yeah, yeah. He, he should have been there. Like it was like Mbappe got I think fourth or 
no, Mbappe got third, which is a bit ridiculous. I think Haaland. I think that's fair. I think I, I think, think Haaland should have got first, Messi second, De Bruyne third, Mbappe fourth, Rodri fifth. But it was like the other way around. It was it was Messi, Haaland, Mbappe, De Bruyne, Rodri, um, Alvarez, then Vinicius, then I can't remember who else. But yeah, I was I was surprised. I actually get it up now. Um, but I was I was thinking like, yeah, um, Jamal Musiala got twentieth. Like that is he's a player. But I was just I was I was surprised to see him there. Um, Mo Salah. Considering he's only like twenty, was the other. Yeah. Like, he's only going to keep rising and rising. It is, yeah, it's mad. Oh, sorry, I've got that wrong. I don't know where I've got this from. No, I don't think that's right. Well, apparently, it was Messi first, obviously, Haaland second, Mbappe third, Vinicius got fourth. I don't know about that. De Bruyne fifth, Rodri sixth, Alvarez second. Uh, over a sixth, sorry, uh, seventh. Gundogan eighth. Ossiman from Napoli ninth. Lewandowski tenth. Harry Kane's nowhere to be seen. Mata is Yeah, but yeah, um, surprising. That's underappreciation for you. Hundred percent. Well, this season he's definitely going to be up there. We know what he's doing be. now, and obviously, if he gets further in the Champions League, whoa, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for people to deny it. You know what I mean? Because obviously, at Spurs, not won anything. Or he's not won anything. What do you mean? Now he can't say nothing. <laughs> he can't say nothing now. Uh, right, we'll move on to the next game. Another one. I'm glad Ed isn't here for. One uh, 0 United against Fulham. Last minute winner by this absolute rat of a human being. I cannot stand Bruno Fernandes. He's, he's underrated now, he is. Oh, I hate him though. I think he's such an unlikable player. I don't like him as a player, but I don't like it. I don't, I don't like the fact that he's way of complaints and everything, but he always comes up trumps for them. Always does, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Has been for ages. I think but, in this game it was just. It was a lot of crap football. Like, he was end to end. Yeah, you, you are Manchester United. You're playing yeah. Fulham, where like you were expected to win that. Dominating and, as well. Yeah, Fulham were very on head on level with United. I'm thinking this is embarrassing. And obviously, yeah, like, the, the thing is like uh, it's just not a cohesive group, are they? Um, no. Like I was watching the game, and the amount of times like they lose the ball in midfield, and they should have conceded on countless occasions. Um, I mean, yeah, Fulham had 18 shots to United's 12. Yeah, that's mad. To, that's mad to think about that. Um, Fulham should have scored one or two, definitely. Well, yeah, obviously VAR ruled out United's first goal. Um, sure, Ed has something to say about that, but offsides, offside. Obviously, that is one of those where it wasn't, you know, true to see. Like you saw it, yeah. and you didn't straight away think, "Oh, yeah, that's offside." They but, never showed their angles, did they? From the right. No. Like, if if never all they have to do is show the ref's angle. If the ref wears a body camera, I think that'd be so much better than having VAR. I don't know. I just think a camera on the ref just to show what he can see. He can see. Yeah. See from his, yeah. But, that could yeah. work. But I don't know. I'm I'm not the biggest fan of that. Um, obviously, United won just about, and I'm. I think United are genuinely gonna finish like you did last season. I think. I don't see them beating any of the big teams at all. They're struggling against teams like Fulham. Like the only teams they're going to beat are the Sheffield United, the Burnleys, the the Bournemouths. It's a bit, it's a bit embarrassing. I mean, they lost, they lost the Copenhagen as well in the midweek in the Champions League. Like, damn, oh my they're god, be out yeah. And to talk about like Ten Hag, um, because like, there's people that are going to take over Ineos. Like they're already looking at other managers. Um, but I think if this form carries on, Ten Hag could be looking at the soccer really because how worse how worse is it going to get really before they slumber down to like twelve, thirteen, and it just becomes like comfortable for them to be sat around there like it was last season. Um, I mean, yeah, a lot of the fans I see on Twitter are just saying that he needs to go. So yeah, um, 
I think Ed, Ed will talk if Ed wasn't here right now he'd be banging on about the owners for yeah. half hour um, and I get that but I think when you consider like the hype that Tenar gets you'd expect him to be getting more out of the plays because oh, the no. amount that they've spent like Anthony um, the hype around Rashford still Hoyland Hoyland's been decent to be fair recently Champions League has scored um, but like Mount like I don't get the thing with Mount like he's not starting games it's just Bruno getting him out of everything always Bruno and like defensively they just out there I just I can't who's they got next um, I mean whoever they got next in the league let's have a look uh, Luton, at Luton. Home, Luton. if they don't win that we will come back to he, it he has to go yeah he next week go, we have to come back to it and we have to have a serious talk about that and Everton away that's going to be a big one as well because Everton have been in okay form and they'll make it hard they'll park the bus and they'll make it so hard for United so that's going to be a big one and then they've got Newcastle away Chelsea at home so yeah I think that, around that period they have to get points otherwise Ten Hag bye bye yeah well obviously it all goes back to when he first joined and he put out a, a statement end of an era eras after end yeah, era. <laughs> that is embarrassing then we go and win the treble and you just think like you've got to just and stop talking and you dominated talking. him you dominated yeah. him recently as well that, Lord Trafford that was proper dominating I'm so I'm so annoyed I wasn't here for that episode oh my god honestly yeah I totally forgot about that it was the Derby episode and Ed's not even here right now so I can bully him about it but <laughs> listeners at home yeah next week I am going to belittle Ed especially if they lose to Luton they lose to Luton oh I can't wait for it because honestly yeah that game at Old Trafford was the most embarrassing performance from a Manchester United team I've ever seen Bruno crying all game for anything then two-footing someone but then saying oh if you do anything oh he's so aggravating Anthony the big child swinging his leg at at Doku for no reason (laughs) he was so warned off hey it's a joke like you're big players you play for Manchester United you cannot have this reputation of kicking out when you're annoyed or being like oh, oh I'm going to lose this let me just two foot docu like relax man <clears throat> I just, it's embarrassing the, the difference in the way both teams played like you lot just turned up there dominated the ball just dominated there was that chance that Haaland had 1v1 where like I think Gavardio got back or someone um, but other than that like the goals were so nice that Bernardo overlap and he didn't oh, yeah. cross for hard. That was so like I could see that goal happening like five seconds before the pass was made to Bernardo. Like it, it was just so smooth like the way you lot played. Um, yeah, it was so dominant. Like Doku to bring Doku off the bench at like yeah. eighth minute, just and then he salt just comes on wings. and a few dribbles and it's just oh my god. Um, I, I actually loved like just seeing you lot turn up and just like beat them so comfortably like, seeing the United fans just miserable and oh, sat amazing. there grumpy and leave, it leave is amazing. <laughs> I love it like if you go into that game and expecting United to win that there's something wrong with you because it's like the way they're playing now obviously I said this before struggling against Fulham next week uh, tomorrow at 3pm if we see United struggling against Luton at home it has to be the end of Ten Hag. It has to be. I mean, I heard they're without um, Casemiro or someone, so the team's not. Oh, the team yeah. not looking great. Well, like, yeah. Defensively, they're just not looking great at all. And Rashford's not on it, so like, who, who's really going to turn up for him? I mean, McTominay, Eriksen, midfield. Oh, I like. If I'm Barkley in the camp, I'm certainly fast my chances up against them. I'm certainly am. I mean, Literally. I, I'd love Barkley to get a goal. Townsend even, but yeah. Uh, um, the thing is, even if United win against Luton, Everton away is going to be the one. I think Everton away, Newcastle away. Um, oh, they will yeah. lose that Newcastle game. Yeah, yeah, that'll be. I think that's like the given three points to Newcastle already because yeah. I don't can't see them getting anything from it at all. No, no. But this is where it, this is this is where it is now for Tenard. Like the pressure's on him, so he has to come up with something. He has to get him points. He has to, otherwise, he's, that's it. All the all the hype that United fans have given him the past year. I mean, last, even last season, it was just Rashford, wasn't it, for the majority of the games? It wasn't like a team performance. No, it's, it's always like a star performance from one or two players. Like, that's all you see from this team. They're not a team. They don't pass the ball to each other, like, in 
smoothly, like don't do it smoothly. Yeah. But they're not <clears throat> No. When they pass the ball, it's like they're slamming it to each other just hoping something happens. Like it's embarrassing to see. And like what, what did they do on the training ground? Yeah, oh, you've got to think, like surely they're Yeah, surely they're like um their training must just be shoot and defend, shoot and defend. Because they don't <laughs> yeah. know how to pass, they don't know how to dribble, they don't know how to run. Like I don't know, man. And obviously, Ed likes to talk about the injuries that they're they're going through right now. But with the team they're putting out week by week, I'm just gonna have a look at this team they played against Fulham, which they struggled to win. Last minute winner, they put out Onana, Dallo, Wambasako, Maguire, Evans, which is fair enough. That is shocking. Uh, McTominay, Eriksson, Garnacho, Fernandez, Anthony, Hoyland. Besides Evans and Maguire, that's a decent team. McTominay midfield, I don't know much about that. And Eriksen just doesn't yeah. have the legs to play at the start, especially. But um, against the Fulham team, that team should have been comfortable. Yeah. I mean, that attack should be scoring three, four goals. Yeah. But the, literally, that's it. It's just they just don't play as a team. It's just so mishy mashy. It's, it's just like when's it going to end from really? It's been like this for so long as well for United. Um. So yeah, I just think they got the team's just not there. Team is just not there. Like you bring in Johnny Evans, and when they put Johnny Evans in, I was like, fair enough, it's like an ambassadorial role, like in the dressing room, but like a Scott Carson to... type, like, yeah, just there but for the, the morale. Starting game. Yeah, against the Manchester game. City to start. Oh my god, I was so happy. Crazy, I was so, so happy. Crazy. But I do, I do want to touch uh, quickly onto the game that was played the other night, Copenhagen United, and that is embarrassing. That so is embarrassing. And like a lot of United fans were saying, um, finally we got an easy group. Finally we're playing Copenhagen. And you look at them now and you think, oh, that's a bit embarrassing. Because they're going to be knocked out of the Champions League by Galatasaray and Copenhagen. It is and they got they got they got to play Bayern Munich here at Old Trafford. Yeah. And that'll be that'll, that'll come at a time where United are already yeah. knocked out anyway, so yeah, I mean, looking at the stats here, Copenhagen had 16 shots to United's nine. That's like domination from Copenhagen. Yeah. That is so embarrassing. So, so embarrassing. No, I just I don't know what's next for this United team, but I am so happy. That's all I have to say. I'm so happy their time is over. I've been loving it as a city. Oh, it's amazing. Because you know what? United fans can absolutely shove it. Because we've won the Champions League now. So what can they say to us? Oh, we got 19, bring me these. You can't even you can't even beat Fulham comfortably. Like I don't want to hear it anymore. But uh, we will move on to the next game, and this one was the most surprising of the weekend, I think. Uh, Luton won, Liverpool won. Mm. Uh, that was a bit of a shock, though. That was very surprising. And looking at the stats here, wow! Liverpool twenty four shots, Luton eight shots. Possession to Liverpool seventy four percent. Like well, that was domination, and they had to win by a last-minute winner. It's yeah, ridiculous. I mean, the finishing just wasn't right. No, it was. Nunes missed. Nunez missed a, a good chance, didn't he? Oh man, this um, Nunes guy. Was it that offside? Was it that open net offside? Or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that, wasn't it? And then, um, I mean, Diaz comes and scores. I mean, happy for him, especially with the stuff that's gone on with his family and stuff like that. But yeah, Liverpool just. Something I don't know what it is. I think it's the midfield. I don't know. Like yeah. midfield, like um, when you look at the midfield of the past, like Fabinho, Wijnaldum, and Henderson, like, that was dominant. That was con- winning, like, controlling matches on its own. Um, but then I look at this midfield, like Zabozla, I mean quality, but then McAllister. I don't know about McAllister really. I'm not really convinced of him. No. Honest, but um, yeah, their attack. It's got goals in it, but it's something about it. It's just not as clinical as you'd expect it to be. Nunes. Jota, Salah. I mean, Salah, other than Salah, they just. You really. Yeah. I'd fear for Liverpool without Salah. Well, yeah, he just got named um, Player of the Month for October. So that's that's one for the Liverpool fans. Also one for the for the Ultimate Team. And he's going to cost 7 million coins to do. But, um, no, Salah is. He's like the Bruno for United this season. He's yeah. He is. Like. Without him having a worldly performance, they don't win. And he's, what is he like? He's like 31 now, 30 or something. Like, he's getting up there. 
and he is struggling. Thirty-one, yeah. Yeah, he's he's not. He, I can't expect him to do that every week. No yeah. chance. But uh, I have to say, Luton, who no one expected a draw, no one on this planet expected a draw between Liverpool and Luton, and honestly, I'm I'm very surprised that it did come out as a draw because obviously last minute of the game. Goal. I was th- I was thinking Liverpool would score last minute and just get the win, but yeah, it's the story of Liverpool. Like even in the Champions League, they lost to two lose uh, the Europa League. Europa they League, lost to yeah. Two lose, yeah. It's like, yeah. What's going on here? Like they're third in the league and just three points behind City, but I don't think it's resembling of how they're performing really. Yeah. I just think they're getting by a bit based on their individual quality and the team performance. It just ain't there, like. Something, something just off. I think. I think the midfield. Something's just quite off with it. Um, it's like it's got the talent, the ability, but I just don't know about McAllister playing DM. Like he can get exploited so easily just for his lack of pace. Um, I mean, he got exploited. I remember a time against Luton, moment in the game where he just lost the ball and then Barkley they won the counter and could have easily scored from that. And just, yeah, I think they need to sort the midfield out. Still, I mean, they got Endo, um, Endo for depth. But I don't know if he's really it, but. Yeah, um, I mean, Thiago's been out injured for. Who knows oh, I know, yeah. And he, I, you know what? I thought that they sold him. And then I look, and he is just out injured. And you just yeah. like, he hasn't played in so long. I'm sure he did come on and got injured in the game, in his like, comeback game. And then obviously he's gone again. But the, the, form, the, like, the formula that works for Liverpool was the City formation 4 3 3, holding midfielder, and two. Like attacking midfielders, and now they've got no holding midfielder, no natural holding because obviously McAllister's there. He when he played for Brighton, he was never a holding midfielder. And Gravin Birch, he, he's a good player, but I think he he he, nice? yeah, he needs players around him that can like support him. McAllister can't do that. Obviously, Sabosley was a winger for. Yeah. Was it Salzburg he used to play for? He was a winger, now he's been put in Leipzig, midfield. I think, yeah. It's one of them, and I'm just thinking, like, it's yeah. a bad thing. I mean, if only, if only they um, got Kai Sedo and Larvey, you know. Yeah. If only if they got the one of them too. Well, but, you yeah. know. <laughs> they tried for that one. Well, they tried for Bellingham, then couldn't get him, yeah. so they were like, oh, it's fine, we'll just get Kai Sedo, can't get him. The, the thing is, like, I don't, I don't understand some of their transfer news. Like, I'll see it on Twitter, and it's like, they, they're not going to go in um, January to look for a midfielder, but, like, they bid hundred million for Caicedo just before we got him. Like the money, they definitely have the money there, but it's like they're afraid to spend on a player. Like I don't know if it's like Klopp's policy of like keeping a group together, just so that new players are coming to team cohesion. But like it's obvious that they need that big presence in midfield. Like since Fabinho's gone, and especially like Henderson, Wijnaldum, they're like leaders in a way. So yeah, I think they're lacking that, and then. When you have a midfield like that, it's going to make your defence more vulnerable. Like Van Dijk's not been as good as you've seen in the past. Trent, he's not been getting anyone. I think he's only on like one assist or something um, this season in the league. So yeah, they just need to sort the midfield out. I think. I think right now they, I think they'll get around fourth, fifth. Um, Arsenal are below them weirdly. I think it's not even on goal difference, but yeah, I think Arsenal will get above Liverpool, Villa, Newcastle. They'll be there or thereabouts. But I think. Liverpool's top four isn't nailed on the way they're playing at the No, yeah, definitely not. not. Well, you know, you think about top four and it's kind of like standing in your head. Obviously, last season they didn't get it, but Liverpool top four should be like something cemented. They won the league a few seasons ago. They've been obviously challenging with us for a while. Then, like, obviously, when you sell four of your starting players, even five, you know what's going to happen. Um, obviously, they sold Mane, they sold Firmino, sold Fabinho, Wijnaldum, and Henderson. Like that's a big part of your team. And obviously, they still got Salah, they still got Van Dijk, Trent, Robertson. But no, they're not the same. They're not the same as they used to be. And you know, obviously, it is kind of boring. Everyone says, "Oh, it's boring because City are just going to win it all." But game's a game. Do you know what I mean? We we sell players and we replace them with life like like abilities. Players, yeah, yeah. So like Gunduan for Kovacic, not perfect, 
like perfect swap, but it's still you know, good enough. It's good enough. Um, got Nunes as well, haven't you? Well, I yeah. forget about it sometimes. Literally, like he's not—he's no amazing player, but he does what he needs to do. And I feel like these yeah. Liverpool players that they sign, they, they sign him and they're expecting way too much out of him. And yeah. you know that is what we do. I think that's what we've done perfectly for a while. Uh, the, the signings we make are always like what we need. Like they do not need Sabosli, Jota. Um, Nunes, Salah, and the Colombian guy. Uh, no, Colombian. What's his name? Diaz. Yeah, yeah, Diaz. Uh, <laughs> Ravenberg is Dutch, isn't he? Yeah, I was, like, <coughs> I was wrong on that one. <laughs> no, like you don't yeah, they've need. Got, they've got a lot of attackers, they? Even last season, like they had to let go of a couple, but even still, right now they've still got, I think, one too many. Yeah, but yeah, it's just. Like they've got the goals, it's just this defensively they're not right. Away performances are never really strong either. They're always struggling away from home, regardless of the opponent. Um, so yeah, like I mean, we all know Klopp's a top manager, so we we expect him to get them out of this and just get them back consistent, winning home and away again. But whether that'll happen, I don't really know. But especially when you look at the strength and the quality of the other teams around them now: Newcastle, Villa, Brighton, Brentford, even. Um, yeah. Yeah, could be tough. But yeah, we will um, move on to the next game. That I don't know if this was surprising because I kind of expected it. Newcastle won Arsenal nil. Um, I expected them to win this. I don't know. I I, th- I just think Newcastle this season they're looking very good, and like obviously they won the first few games dominantly and then lost a few. So everyone was like, oh, it's just you know beginning of the season hype. But if you actually watch them play, like you watch them play football, they're a good team. Like you, there's no denying that they're a good team. Obviously, against Arsenal, they started Callum Wilson and Almiron. Obviously, Almiron is not the best player. I have to say that. Obviously, Still very good. Still he has it. He has his moments, but you know they have better. They have better players on the bench, and obviously Isak's injured right now, which is a massive. A massive, yeah. massive thing for them. But you know, Wilson's a good player. You know, they picked him up from Bournemouth, and obviously he's he was done doing, a job. Yeah, he, he's, he's job, he does yeah. his job. Like he's not like a, um, as Spencer would say, a Mikel Antonio type, where you know he just runs back, well, doesn't attack. Yeah, yeah. He's a striker. He does his job as a striker. And um, yeah, I, I expected Arsenal to lose this, but I didn't really expect a one 0 that, that, that's that's what I was thinking anyway. Yeah, you'd think Arsenal would have scored. Um, yeah. Especially with Nketiah getting a hat-trick in the previous game. And Saka as well, Martinelli. You'd think Arsenal would score, but yeah, Newcastle have been dominant. They're always dominant at home nowadays. I think away from home this season they've been a little suspect, but I mean, at home when they get the atmosphere going, they're always going to win, really, I think. Um, especially when you look at Arsenal. They haven't been as... They're not the same team they were last season, Arsenal. I think Havertz in midfield, he's just not doing it. Um, oh, no. Yeah, like they lost the back, that bit of bite that they had in midfield with Shaka going. Because Havertz just doesn't have that. And I mean, Rice has been brilliant, but yeah, just, I think Arsenal, the almost team, like they're just lacking that like like for like replacement for Shaka because Havertz just ain't doing it. Like he had a good chance as well. Um, I think at the start of the first half, and he just wasted it. Um, even in the Champions League a couple of days ago, he spent a good chance. I just, I just think you need to get him out of the team, get a proper midfielder in. Yeah, um, Havertz, it makes me laugh. Um, the amount that's bent on him as well. Yeah. after knowing that he didn't succeed with us, like it was a big race. I was, I was so surprised when, like, obviously we said this on the podcast before, but why would you spend that much money on a player that has failed in England? His only thing that he's like done is the goal against us in Champions League final, but. He's, he was always been a crap player. Obviously, he was good in Germany. Like that is what you are in Germany. In Germany, you do look good. Look yeah. at Werner. Like he's cooking something. And obviously, in England, he didn't even get two goals a, a month. So, Havertz starting for Arsenal is mad for me. Like, did you see his tackle as well? Um, yeah, that was so rash. Yeah, man. that was so late. It was- 
I don't know. But that's the player that he is, isn't he? Like, he could, for a player like him, right? Like, for Arteta to play him in midfield as well, like, he hasn't got the attributes really that you'd want. Like, when you're up against Newcastle away as well, where you know they're going to be up in your face, it's Jordan, Gimmerath, Longstaff, Dan Byrne as well coming up against, like, I just don't get the point of playing Havertz. Like, I think towards the end of the game, Havertz went force nine for a bit and started winning some aerial duels. But yeah, why do you really play him? I just wouldn't start him at all. I'd no. the bench and play him somewhere in attack, but certainly not in midfield. I don't get all that around him playing in left centre mid, right centre mid. It's just, balance just isn't there. Um, but I think overall, Arsenal didn't, they weren't so bad. It was just like, they had. I mean, they had more shots in Newcastle. Like, they certainly had their fair share. It's just that extra bit of quality, like whether it's striker and Ketia or Jesus, but whether they need that striker, I think that'll always be it. Well, like they need Ivan Tony or Osimhen or someone like that. Yeah, if they can um, manage to land a striker, like an out-and-out striker that doesn't get injured every week, they're up for a, like a good, a good run. Because yeah. obviously Jesus brought him in, and you saw him play, and you were thinking this guy's this guy's the guy. Like was he, he was doing his dribbling like a Brazilian, like he was showing off his dribbling. But when it came to finishing, he's never had it. He's never had finishing like that. Um, but obviously City set him up for the goals, and that's how he's in the top ten <laughs> all time <laughs> Premier League scorers for us. <clears throat> but yeah, for Arsenal, they need a striker, striker, and Ivan Tony's coming back soon, a few months, and he'll be back in you know eligibility for playing. Um, you don't know how long it'll take for him to get back up to full match sharpness. It could take a while, couldn't it? Really, I, I do hope that right now he is still training hard because he could be the the solution to so many teams' problems. To yours, Arsenal's, United's, even Liverpool, if they were thinking about that, they're probably not. But, you know, that's a lot of teams in the top part of the the table. He said he wants to play for... What is it, Liverpool? It was Arsenal. Was it Liverpool or Arsenal? Arsenal, One of them. Um, So, yeah, you know, if Arsenal go to him and say, you go 50 mil... You start for us, striker. I think it'll cost a lot more than that, you know. Yeah, I, I, probably. Thomas Frank says something like a hundred million or something, which is a bit hard. But they'll pay that though. They will pay that if if he United certainly would. United <laughs> would pay about one hundred seventy, wouldn't they? Well, you guys would pay four hundred mil for him. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's good, and I always said that he deserved a move to a big team. And now, when he comes back, if the problem is still there for Arsenal, if they don't manage to fix it, they have to. Do something about it. Like Callum Wilson is pro- Callum Wilson or Ollie Watkins was probably second in English strikers, but as soon Watkins is so good. Watkins, Watkins is ridiculous. Yeah, if he he should move to a different team as well. Because I think Villa's good. No, I think Villa's good for him. Villa are good, Emery, but he could no start. For him to leave. He could start for any of these these teams that need a striker. I think he'd do amazing at Spurs. You know, I think obviously drop. Richarlison send him no, back to, to Brazil Son's been playing strikes yeah, you have to move do you know Son how bad that is though do you know how bad that is he's a winger his whole career and because the striker they signed for 60 million cannot score a goal he has to go up front obviously he's doing his job but nah I always hated Richarlison and I'm right to say it he's a crap football player he's not good on the ball is he he just nah. runs into dead ends um <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, I think it's the same as it's not all the same with Arsenal as it is with us. Like our performances this season haven't been bad at all. Like yeah. our performances have been good. We just did. I think a finish just elevates us really because everything else in the team we pretty much got covered. I mean, some people will say goalkeeper because of Sanchez and he's like dodginess at times. But um, I mean, I, I like Sanchez and I think he'll t- he'll come good overall. Like it's the same with Edison, isn't it? Like not amazing shot stoppers, but. Like if your team sustains attacks well and dominates games possession, then your keeper's not getting tested much. No, I think it's Edison okay. is a terrible shot stopper. I said this. He's okay. I think he's okay. He's terrible. Better than Ramsdale. <coughs> Ramsdale yeah, of course. But Ramsdale's he's getting okay. sold in in the summer, isn't he? He's, he's they've put a um, transfer list on him apparently. Uh, it's mad though because Bayer's not being great either, so I don't get nah, what they're doing with that. It's a weird one, and obviously Ramsdale. 
was starting and there didn't seem like there was any problems. Yeah. Like, it wasn't Last the best. Especially. Yeah, he wasn't the yeah. best, but, you know, he had a lot of good saves with his camera keeper. Like, he did yeah. a lot of dives when he didn't need to but dive. He, had, he showed his personality. Yeah. And then, out of nowhere, they'd loan Raya and then say they're going to sell Ramsdale and you oh, think, yeah. what's going on? But yeah, we'll move on now to next week's games. Just a few I want to talk about. Obviously, me and you here, we have to talk about City-Chelsea. We kind of touched on it before, but I want to actually fully talk about this. You guys do not stand a chance. I mean, last season when we were horrible under Potter, you, you locked in up and only won 1-0. And that was that Mara's goal when Grealish played it across from him. But like, it's always tight between us, like... We beat you when we had Lampard yeah. in COVID when um, that dodgy red card happened with Fernandinho, he got sent off and Liverpool in the league. But games between at Stamford Bridge, like between us, have always been quite close. Yeah, is it? Like it's never been, been comfortable, comfortable. Um, <coughs> it's always been De Bruyne to um, yeah. put that finishing thing in, and obviously he's not there now. But just looking at a few stats I want to touch on this season, uh, we've scored 28 goals. And conceded eight. You have conceded twelve and scored seventeen. So the ratio is not awful, but you know. I mean, to be fair, the Spurs game obviously changed about the goal scored because we, we all yeah. know that we, we all know that we're going to struggle to score like whoever we're up against. Um, and especially, yeah, especially scoring that. against us, it's going to be tough. I think I think if we do score, it'll come from a penalty or like a, dodge, a deflected goal. If you like get it, another it, penalty, I'll be I'll be so confused because <laughs> you guys are getting penalties on like galore, and it's always Cole Palmer to take them. He's had three already. And <laughs> if he scores, he will celebrate. I'm putting it. I'm putting it out there. Now. I don't think he will. I, I think, think he's he gonna celebrate. If he's in front of the away end, I think he could. But if he's no, nah, I can't see it. I think I, if City made him that pep. Like you'll have a lot of respect for him. You never know. I just can't see him doing that. It'd be so. I find it quite rude from him. Could you imagine it turns into like a Adebayor situation? He runs (laughs) to the other side of the pitch and knee slides in front of Pep. (laughs) But even for Sterling, though, like it's big, like it's big games for these players, like to prove a point against Pep. Um, But yeah, like in terms of seeing us score, like I can't can't really see a score from upper player. I think it'll take like a deflected. A heavily deflected goal or a set piece or something, but even in sets, even from set pieces, you guys dominate with your height. Yeah. Gavardio, you've got, you've got a lot of height in your team now. Rodri, Gavardio, Akanji, I mean, yeah, Stones, I mean, obviously, they aren't injured, but set pieces, you're good enough now, so yeah, I'm yeah, so I mean, happy we have that now. That's I think always be tight, been a problem, tight, tight yeah, yeah, it's always been a problem for us. Like, set, thinking yeah, back, conceding corners, and well, yeah, if you think back, we had Otamendi. Like Nastasic, <laughs> Aguero, Sterling. No, Otamendi was solid for that 1780s. Yeah, but he's he not. He wasn't it. big. He wasn't big. That was our biggest problem yeah. with him. I mean, was... Diaz isn't exactly big, is he? Yeah, Diaz, Diaz is like big. Six. You say he's not big. You just say six. No, he's like six, two, six, one, or I think big is like Gavardi or Diaz. Like Diaz six is four. six foot one. I don't think that's yeah, that's I'm, tall. I'm six foot one. No, I'm you're not. One. I'm not massively tall. I am six foot one. No, you're not. I am six foot you're one. Si- I you're off. minimum six foot two. Minimum. No, I'm not. I'm six no. foot three. And you were like the same height as me, nearly. You actually think I'm six? I'm, no, I think I'm, you're six I, two. I, I think for defenders in the Premier League that are tall, tall, I'd say like Dan Burn near height, like six four. That's ridiculous. You six, can't I expect six, everyone to be that tall. Six three, six four is tall. In for a defender. But I reckon if you're built like Ruben Diaz, Cavardi or Stones, it like your height doesn't need to be Dan Burns' height. It just needs to be six plus. Plus, yeah. If like, you've got that dog in you, you know what I mean? Like yeah. fire, then you're fine. Well, um, John Stones is actually our tallest defender. I didn't even know that. He's six he's foot six two. Four. No, he's six, six foot, foot two. two. All the others are six foot one. Oh, Cavardi or six one. Yeah, that's what it says on Google. So. I didn't think he was that tall. I thought he was Gavardio's a bit taller. Massive. I, you think Gavardio would be like six three? Yeah, I'm taller than Gavardio. Do you know what I mean? Let's look at Harland. What's Harland's height? Oh, Harland's six Harland's four. Three. There we go. Six four. Yeah. 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 Six four. Ye
four. Yeah, Highland's six four. What a player! How can you be six four that quick, that strong, that crucial? Oh, he's a robot, man. I really hope he does score against you guys on the weekend, though, because it's overdue. It's really overdue. I mean, defensively, we haven't been so bad, really. No, you, you have been, been alright, so and obviously you've got Reese James back, which is a massive plus for you guys. Docking up against Reese James, that could be really interesting. I, I do hope. I mean, it might actually be Foden because Doku I think, doesn't I think really start. Doesn't Grealish play in the big games? He played at United, didn't you, Grealish? Yeah, Started, that was a weird one for me. I didn't expect him to because obviously the way Doku was playing. Yeah, I reckon it. I reckon City starting eleven will be Edison, Diaz, Cavadio, Aki, Walker, Rodri, Kovacic. Um, I think Bernardo will start with Bernard, Yeah, Bernardo and Kovacic, I reckon, in the midfield. And then the attack will be... Oh, yeah, the attack might be Haaland, Alvarez, Foden. Maybe. I have a feeling that he might go for, like, pure attack against you guys. Because, <clears throat> you think about it, you guys have conceded a lot this season. Like, not a in lot, 12 a lot. Isn't, 12 isn't But so you haven't played the, the, the hardest teams do you know what I mean? You've played. No, we played. We played Liverpool, Arsenal, Spurs. We played. Have you played Liverpool? Yeah, first game of the season. I was there. That one one. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, it was right. It was first game of the season. Referred to. But yeah, I'd say like defensively we're fine. I can't see us conceding three or four. I think it'll be a tight tight game. Like I can see it being a nil nil one one. No, something like no, that. To be fair, I can see it or a one nil something like that. Um. Like I think the Arsenal game will push us on because we knew we should have won that and that was a big game. Mm. So I think we'll be more up for this one now, knowing that we need to like prove ourselves in a big game, especially at home, because at home we've been horrific over the years. <laughs> well, you've just kind of like sparked a little in something in my brain here. I just want to talk about the FPL, and no. you know, if you didn't already know, I am number one. I am I top of the not. league. Uh, <laughs> Spencer is the lowest that is on this pod. Um, eighth place, he's got 560 points. Then you are fifth with 600. I, be I, I've fallen off so bad in recent weeks. Wow, 19, 19 points. I got double your points. Yeah, man, I, I'm not going to lie. FPL shows who has the real ball knowledge, I think. And, you know, if that's going off what we're saying, I am top of the league, I have the most ball knowledge on this pod. I think that is just. I'm not sure about. I think that's. You mean saying decent companies do well at Burnley only for them to be starting relegation zone after eleven games? What? Eight goals scored, twenty-seven conceded. You know how bad that is. Who are they playing? Who are they? They're playing Arsenal. Watch them win. Watch them win tomorrow. If they beat Arsenal at at home, (laughs) yeah, I'm excited for that. (laughs) And then they got West Ham at home. They won't win that. Sheffield at home. They might get a draw at Max. And then Wolves away. They'll lose that. I mean, company will be gone. As a nice Christmas present for you, that'll be. No, bring in the sauce, that. man. Assistant, assistant. <laughs> yeah. You can be Pep's assistant for a while. <laughs> you can, well, I think he's not on the level of Arteta. It's below that, isn't he? Yeah. Well, Ability wise, he's he did good for the Championship, just Premier League. I don't know. He, he did more than good in the Championship. You have to admit dominated, that he didn't. dominated, and dominated. obviously he was he was good in um, Belgium for Anderlecht, but that isn't hard. I don't think if you, you go to your best team and then you go to the best team in the league all you have to do is win games yeah but, but yeah we um on this pod we like to do a prediction points but Ed is not here right now so we will wait till next week if Ed should Ed should return next week and he will keep us updated with the last week's points and next week's points for our predictions so we'll just have to put it in a group chat and then let Ed calculate it. But I'm going to be low because I missed like six games just last week. But I don't think I would have got any of them right. Uh, yeah, I probably would have said like 6-0 City. I would have said like 2-0 Fulham. Like, you know, I, I don't I don't think any of those games that we just talked about we're expecting. I mean, even even like Sheffield beating Wolves, yeah. I was expecting Wolves to win that one. And Everton Brighton one one. Forest beat Villa. 
It was a week of confusion. It was a week of confusion. But, you know, next Forest week... Villa, Forest Villa won't just turn the shock. I was thinking yeah. Villa would score three or four. But that ruined my, my Sunday Acker. I had a Saturday and a Sunday Acker and it ruined it. Awful. But yeah, we're gonna, next week, a uh, lot of good games. United Luton, 2 0 Luton. <laughs> Liverpool Brentford, Arsenal Burnley. But yeah, I'm excited for those games. Um, hopefully, we come back to this pod next week and City have won 4 uh, 0. If, if we come back and Chelsea have won, might pull a sickie and not turn up. But you know. <laughs> I don't <I'd> expect that. <laughs> Well, yeah, that uh, that leads us at the end of this podcast. Um, it was a good one, I think. Just two people. It's been it's been a it's been a trend recently, where it's just a few people. We don't really get the full full four together anymore. But you know, hopefully next week or the week after, we get you know all four, and we can talk about some more stuff. But yeah, that is the end of episode eleven, season three. We'll be back for next week for the reaction to the City Chelsea game and more. So make sure you follow our Instagram, Power Pitches. I'll link it in the description of this. Always, always in the the bio. And yeah, we'll see you next time. It's been a pleasure.